This is the Well, Well, Well podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode 34, Are You Judging Yourself? Does your brain pelt you with all the things you're doing wrong? Do you roll your eyes at yourself? Do you feel the way that it drains your energy? We do too. You would never talk to your friends like you talk to yourself, right? Let's talk about some tips that help us, and we hope they help you too. Well, 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 welcome to the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with your friends about all the wellness. Let's discuss what the gurus are saying and weave the good stuff into our lives. We aren't experts, but we are your friends, and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us. Okay, hi. Hello. Hi, you. We're Zooming. Here we are. Zoom, Zoom. Yep, we're Zooming, and we're really happy to be talking to you. We hope you guys are getting ready for your holidays. We don't know what you're going to do. Whole lot of nothing. It's a different year, but you know, the holidays are coming. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like time, the weeks are flying by. Like I cannot believe how quickly the weeks fly by. All of a sudden it's almost Christmas. It feels like this is how I feel. I feel like Thanksgiving was yesterday, but also a year ago. Yeah. This whole year, I just, you guys, this is embarrassing, but I just found a stack of papers, books, all sorts of things in, in my little attic space here. And I was going through it and it was like all the books and papers that got sent home from school last year with the kids in March. I kept seeing it and thinking that has to be like this year, like all their workbooks that they brought home. And then it was last year's stuff, but those years have meshed and it's really just been home. So it doesn't, it's hard to differentiate the years, the times. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um, when we were driving in the car last night, my kids were saying to me, and this kind of blew our minds because my kids still aren't in school. Britt's right. kids are a little bit. A little bit. For a few hours. Except for the littles, right? Esty is. Esty is. Esty's the only one. Yeah. Okay. Esty goes every day for three hours. Mm-hmm. But we were saying is that my daughter, Ruby, who's in seventh grade now, we're halfway through her seventh grade year. And last year, she was obviously a sixth grader, ended in March. And then she's most likely not going to go back on campus for seventh grade. And so it's just this weird thing where it's like you went for, you know, three quarters of sixth grade and then hopefully all of eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And that's it. And middle school's over. And then middle school's over and you're on to high school. I can't, I can't think about it. I know. It's very bizarre. It's weird yeah. for me too, because I was really looking forward. This is my last year where Lola and Bo are at the same school ever in their lives. Lola's a fifth grader and Bo is a kindergartner. And so it's just this one year where I just have the security blanket of having her there for him. And it's not really normal. And then Next year, when it finally is normal and he could really, well, fingers crossed, it really is normal. And he could really use like a big sister. Is she's going to be in middle school? Like what? So crazy. So anyway, thank it's you. Fun. Thanks for indulging us in our moment of just processing the year and the things. But one other thing I want to say real quick before we start the bevies is that I've started our list of the good things that happened in 2020. And I think maybe that could be a fun thing for all of us to do, right? Like 
start trying to process and the top of my list are the babies in our family that were born. I mean, not to me, but to my siblings, you know, things like that. Like, okay, what were some of the high points, you know? And it's kind of helping me because everywhere you go, everyone's like, ah, 2020, ah, 2020, which I mean, look, we all get it. But what were the high points? I like that idea, Britt. You know what one of our favorite things about 2020 was? You guys, our listeners. We are so grateful for you. We have the best time doing this podcast. And we just wanted to say thank you. And we have 83 five-star reviews right now. We want to get more. So if you think about it, we would love it if you could go and rate and review us. It helps other people, like-minded people find our podcast. It really, really is so helpful and it only takes a couple of seconds. But real quick, I was going to read you a fun review that we just got in November of this year, Britt. I don't know if you've read it yet. I haven't. Let's hear it. Okay. It's from a listener, Clarice Gomez. And she says, Brittany and Cassandra, host of the Well, Well, Well podcast, highlights all aspects of health and fitness and more in this can't miss podcast. The host and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Gosh, that's nice. Listen, gal, thanks. They really mean a lot, guys. And all the interaction we get on Instagram and seeing the numbers tick up over this year of our listeners and our our listens we're able to track that through our hosting site and it is just one of the biggest blessings we have just had so much fun and to see that people are listening and receiving this and enjoying this it just is so so fun so thank you yeah and the reason that we started this is because of you If you go on to our Instagram, we have a post that Britt did yesterday, why we started, which is fun to take a look at. We are always super active on Instagram, having a lot of fun over there, replying to your comments, posting quotes from our episode, and really just carrying on the conversation over on our social media. So please join us there if you haven't already. Yes, we would love to see you there. Okay. We got to talk about our bevies. Yes. Let's get okay, so my bevy is not actually what I'm drinking right now, but I wanted to share it anyways. I made it for a um, family gathering that we had the other night for the holidays. And we've talked about this before, the little spritzer, the kombucha spritzer. So, so this time we did a holiday twist where we use cranberry sparkling water, kombucha, yeah. lots of ice, Lots of fresh berries, a squeeze of fresh orange. Ooh, instead of lime. I love that. Right? Because cranberry and orange. So festive. Yeah. So we gave it a little, we gave it a little festive twist. Oh, I really love that. That sounds delicious. I'm totally going to do that. That'll be a fun little, that'll be our holiday drink this year. That's a good one. Okay. Well, I'm drinking... Uh, my husband brought me home a bunch of different teas the last time he went to good old Gelson's, our favorite local grocer. And one of them is called Seven Teas is the brand. And right now I'm drinking the white peach oolong. But my favorite one I've tried from them is their matcha-ish green tea one. Surprise, surprise. But I really like that one too. 
What I like about them is that they're sweetened, but just like very lightly. I don't like a drink that's too sweet. And so this like gives me a hint so that I want to keep drinking it and you're not like hit with too much bitterness. It's not a candy. So yeah, into it. You don't like your sugar. I like my sugar. Britt does not. She's going to live longer. Well, (laughs) I don't know about that, but I just feel like I could really be judged for not drinking enough water. But in my mind, if I'm drinking something like this, it's a lot of liquid. I think this thing's 16 ounces. And because it's not super sweet, I can drink it pretty quick. Do you get that? Or do you feel like you don't care if it's sweet? You'll still drink it quick. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, I can't guzzle something too sweet. Okay. The tongue crumbles. It's bad. Yeah. See, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It's like, it doesn't mean I don't like the sweet thing, but I'll just sip on it. And well, where this I'll drink quicker. Right. 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 Okay. Well, good. There's our bevies for today. Okay. So let's get started here. And first we want to take a look at our brains per usual. Mm-hmm. The way that our brains are wired is to look for danger. Okay. So this is like the way we have evolved as human beings from traveling in tribes and herds, if you will. And so the way we kept ourselves safe was our brains were wired that way. They could sense any type of a threat. So it's totally normal and should be expected when our brain tries to get our attention and show us all the dangerous issues around us and within us. Sometimes it's saying things to us in social settings like, hey, you're not fitting in here. Nobody really likes you here. Maybe you got to skate. You got to get out of here. Skedaddle before danger. They don't like you. They might spear (laughs) you. It's so true. If you really think about it, it's not actually dangerous, but you would think by the reaction and sometimes physical reaction you're having that you're in danger. Lately, I've actually noticed it most when I'm alone at my house, which we've all been doing a lot more of. And I don't mean alone, alone. I mean, my family's probably all around me, but I just mean like, I'm not out and about I'm home. And it's been saying things to me, like you're not spending your time as efficiently as you used to. You're not looking great. Stop. You know, just, you are bugging everyone. Wait, wait, I have to stop you. What are you doing that you think you're bugging everyone? I just feel like my kids have never been more annoyed with me. It's just like a constant, like, uh, I, I, I roll. I feel like I can't do anything right. I feel like I'm either not doing things quick enough or I'm doing things too quick or they don't want to hear any more chores or they don't want to be nagged about tidying up. And then okay. I start thinking like, why am I bugging them so much about tidying up? Like I'm really bugging them. They're annoyed being around me. So it's things like that. Maybe it's, you're too stressed. I've been telling myself that a lot lately. You're not productive enough. You are wasting this precious family time that we've been gifted because of COVID. You have no style. Why are these things going through your brain? I'm not kidding. This is what's been happening to me. It's because there's a lot of days where I'm not getting ready really. And I'm just passing myself in the mirror and I'm like, what have you become? You know? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I don't even looking at you through Zoom right now and thinking to myself, wow. So you just want to fill up on Zoom like that, huh? Aren't I making you feel a little better though? Now that you see me, I mean, this is the thing though. I'm not even meaning to think it. It's just, it's just what happens in my mind when I pass the mirror, you know, or 
lately. I mean, I've had the thought, like, you just aren't really that good at anything. Stop it right now. I really sound so mean when I say it out loud. But You're so mean to yourself. I know. It's, it's ridiculous. But do you ever notice yourself thinking like this as you're doing your well, life? Stop bullying yourself, okay? I want you to stop bullying yourself right now. But, I know. And it's true. I do the same thing too. And I think you're one about bugging everyone. I was like, what is she doing? Like going over and doing like tickle armpits? Like what does she mean she's bugging people? But then when you said like how annoyed your kids are, you know, maybe I need to pay more attention to it. Cause I've really just been like, oh, that's just their age. Like they're teens and tweens. And they're just like, they're at the age where they're so annoyed with me, but maybe I'm really annoying. <laughs> maybe it's not the age. Maybe it is me. I'm going to go ahead and perseverate on that for a few hours. I actually hours. appreciate you just putting it on them. That's really what it is. I shouldn't be taking yeah. out their teenage hormones. Hormones. Yes. I don't know why I'm doing that. Okay. Well, yes. Okay. So this is the thing that I think we all do from time to time, whatever your things are, you say to yourself, we may not really realize it, but they're just thoughts that we're having that we often just see them as facts. You know, like we have a lot of proof to back up our thoughts. So we start thinking they're true. Like I could prove to you that I have been wasting this precious family time that we've been gifted from COVID. You know what I mean? Like I could tell you a story of why that's true. Yeah. And I mean, I'm right there with you, Britt, right? Because whenever we want to, we can look for evidence to prove our point. Yeah. So the fact that I just want to prove my point that I'm not bugging my kids, they're bugged because of their hormones. Hormones, I'm checking for armpit hair, making sure that they're going through puberty just to prove my point. I'm looking for that evidence. (laughs) So there's a few tools, though, that we have acquired in our toolkit to help us with this. And this is advice that we would give ourselves, whether we're processing what we think other people think of us or in our own brains. Right. Of course, as usual, we have learned all of these tips from our mentors and coaches. And I don't know if we've talked about Natalie Clay on here before. Yeah, I don't know if we have. But I sure do love this girl. Okay, so Natalie Clay is the sister of Jody Moore Coaching, which is a program that Brittany and I are both a part of. And Natalie Clay focuses on couples coaching. And my husband and I are part of her program, and she has some really great advice. So we love what she has to say about this. Yes, and also I want to interject that we really love her podcast also. Mm-hmm. She does 15-minute episodes, real quick, bite-sized tidbits, and we love it. She's very good, very concise, very to the point, good takeaways. Listen, if you need to get your husband to listen to a podcast and you're like trying to hint around about something that maybe, hey, I don't know, maybe we could work on this in our marriage, Ralph, and you want to like kind of toss it out there to them when they look at the podcast that you text over to them like hey what do you think and they see it's 12 minutes long they're like okay I can do that while I'm driving to my next spot or whatever yeah and then you can put those little points in there that you wanted to right not manipulative at all really just being aware of their time actually one of her last classes was about manipulating each other and Dylan and I looked at each other and we're like (gasps) Don't manipulate me. I'm manipulating you. You're manipulating me. It's great. It was a great class. Okay. So this is how she likes to answer some of these judgmental or worrisome thoughts, whether they're towards ourselves or others. 
And this is what she says. Maybe. It's literally her answer. So when we first heard this, I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. And I was thinking, what is she talking about? This advice is to indulge the thought and consider that I might be right, that maybe I am bugging people. Never. Like, aren't you going to tell me to think positive thoughts and brush away any of that negative thinking? But what I have learned after being willing to try it out is that sometimes when we are trying to rush ourselves to run through tough thoughts, we end up resisting them. And that usually makes them stronger. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I feel like what Natalie's saying here is that if your brain is saying to you, you are not productive enough and you answer it with maybe it's not like you're giving in to being unproductive. What happens is that you're kind of talking yourself through it. So you're basically saying, maybe I'm not productive enough. You could even add something to the end of that sentence. Like maybe I'm not productive enough right now. We have both found that when we give those thoughts a maybe you kind of weaken their power. It's like, it's so serious when your brain's like, you are not being productive enough. And then all of a sudden you're like, maybe. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we're just human beings. You know, we're just doing our best. Maybe right this second, I'm not productive enough. It opens you up a little bit more. The impulse is to resist it and think the happy thought, but kind of as they are saying, indulging in the maybe a little bit it makes you actually relax. Like I instantly like my shoulders feel less tense. If somebody's saying you're not being as productive, you know, I'm instantly like, you know, picking up my pencil, shuffling papers, doing all these things to act like I'm being productive. Right. Which is then how do I feel? I feel frazzled and stressed. But when I say maybe that kind of allows me to like relax my shoulders, take a deep breath, and then become open to it and then start thinking about it instead of just trying to fix it. Yep. Absolutely. Or quickly be like, Oh, why am I being so mean? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's kind of resisting it in another way. Instead of trying to fix it, you're trying to just like push it away. And so this is like giving it a minute, like, okay, maybe my brain really wants to think this. So maybe let's give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Another tactic is to go worst case scenario, right? You're not productive enough. So what's the worst thing that will happen? And then play that out in your brain. Maybe it is kind of a big thing. Like you're not productive enough. And so you won't finish a big project in time. You'll lose your job and then you'll lose your house and then you'll have to move in with someone. But maybe the worst case scenario is you're not productive enough. So you're not going to get all the laundry done that day. And you're going to go to bed with a messy house. In either of these options, we have to let ourselves see that initial thought all the way through. And usually it will naturally solve for some of those things. Right. No, yes. You kind of realize that whatever it is, you're going to get through it. And sometimes you can find some humor and you can kind of laugh and be like, oh, brother, it's not going to come to that. Like, I'm not going to be moving out and having to live with somebody, you know? Or, oh, right. brother. Like, gosh, I just told myself I was moving out m- with my in-laws, and now I'm just realizing, like, maybe my in-laws will see my messy laundry room. I totally. 
It's like when you see it through to the worst case scenario, you're thinking, oh brother, it's okay if the laundry isn't done by tomorrow. But it was kind of like allowing yourself to go there to the worst case scenario instead of, gosh, I am so not productive today. What is wrong with me? Stress level rising, neck tensing up, frazzled, frantic movements. Instead, it's like, what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. I go to bed with a messy house. Yes. And again, it's like, just relax into it. Right. Okay. So this next tool is a good follow-up for what we just talked about. And maybe you like this one a little bit better. We hear Jodi Moore do this all the time when she coaches people. She will listen to someone, list all of their judgments on themselves, and then she will say, okay, tell me what else is true. What else do you know about yourself that paints a different picture? We're always looking for evidence for whatever our predominant thoughts are. So there's a good chance that whatever we are judging ourselves with is being backed up by a really strong story. And you know, we talk a lot about stories here. But if we encourage ourselves to think about what else is true, it will really, really help us loosen our grip on those judgments. Anytime I hear her ask someone to do this on a call, you can actually see their resistance to it. Oh yeah, they're like, what else is true? And you can just see them looking right at Jody. Like they're not saying it, but you can see that they're thinking, nothing else is true. I just told you the list of things that are true, like all the judgments they just listed. But as they yeah. sit for a minute and they allow themselves to start answering and they allow their minds to focus on the other aspects of their situation or the other aspects of themselves that they had been muting, basically, let's circle kind of back to what we were talking about in the beginning about our brains being wired to look for problems and danger to protect us. Right. Mm -hmm. So we can see how our brain kind of puts on mute all of the things that are going well. And it only alerts us to the things that seem to be going wrong. Yes. And I like that rather than a think positive thoughts answer, this is a way to ask yourself a question. We take some time to think about what else is true. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminds me of the grounding practice that I learned a while back from a child psychologist, that when someone is in the midst of a panic attack or even just really wound up with anxiety, sometimes what gets them back into their bodies and emotionally grounded is to ask questions like, what do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? And on and on going through all the senses. And the reasons this works is because it forces your mind to loosen its grip on the one thing. Right. And it brings you back inside your body. Right, right. It's not asking you to ignore the one thing or pretend that the one thing isn't there. It's just an emotional and mental exercise to spread the focus around. I kind of think of it like you get a cheese pizza that you ordered and it shows up and there's one rogue pepperoni and you're a vegetarian and all you can see is that one pepperoni. But if you just stop for a second and shift your lens, you see that there are seven slices that are just cheese. It's going to be okay, right? It's like focus on what else is true instead of honing in on the one thing that is problematic at the time. I kind like of how like you're thinking. taking your pizza as seriously as I take my pizza. Uh-huh. You bet, girl. Yeah. So if the thought that you're having towards yourself is you're not productive enough and you ask yourself, 
What else is true? How would you answer, Britt? Okay. Well, this is one that's happened a lot lately that I've been telling myself I'm not productive enough. So this is kind of hard. Um, let's see. I think I would say that what else is true is that I have made a point to give each person that I've come in contact with today my full attention. That's a good one. I fed everyone in this house meals all day. I'm working on, I'm working on a lot of different projects right now. I am communicating with multiple parents to facilitate social experiences for my kids. You know, that takes time. That Did takes you time. say facilitate social experiences? Is that the new word for play date in 2020? Oh my gosh. Well, I guess the reason I say it that way is because the social experiences aren't really what they look like anymore. It's not necessarily a play date, is it? A lot of times it's a Zoom call or some play date. The social experiences are different. And so I'm just speaking in general terms because- I like it, Britt. Don't let somebody tell you you're not productive. You say things like facilitate social experiences. That is productive. Even just saying that. Okay. So see, I'm feeling a little better. If I look at all those other things, yes, I haven't been that productive today, but wait a minute. Let's look at all these other things that are true. Yeah. 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 I like it. So you just have to scale your lens back and look at yourself from like a more whole perspective. Yes. Not just sum up your day in the sentence and call that a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just watched Riverdale for five hours. Now it's, you know, I'm part of the cast. It's not just like a fact. What else is true? You know, yeah, what else is true? Guy. It's interesting because what if you have a relationship with a spouse, a friend, a mother-in-law, and you have a thought about them? My husband is lazy. What else is true? He's also patient. He makes great pancakes. He takes time with our kids. You don't have to pin yourself down to like, this is the fact that he's lazy. So then you stay open to thinking of someone else in a different light, maybe a light that serves your family more. And it certainly feels like a more empowering light. Yes, definitely. And whether it's about someone else or whether it's about yourself, when you do that, it actually physically makes you feel lighter. I feel like you were saying before, like I feel the tenseness in my body relax. I feel my lungs open up. <laughs> I actually feel lighter just going through that little exercise. It's pretty cool. Super cool. Okay. So Gabby Bernstein in her book, Super Attractor, which is a great, fantastic book. She talks about how you might feel some resistance when you are listening to her offer new ideas. And she says, I accept that you might resist, but I ask that you stay open. I never aim to force my ideas onto you, but it's my job to always offer to you what I know to be true for myself. So these are some of the ideas that have really helped us with diffusing our self-judgment. And we want to echo what Gabby says. You might resist what we're saying, but we ask that you just stay open to it and let's see how it goes. Let us know if maybe helps you out. Let us know if what else is true has worked for you. Yes, we are just trying our best and picking up tools wherever we can and incorporating them and trying to tell you guys what we find that's working. And we hope it works for you too. So we just want to tell you that we are 
so, so thankful for you. We want you to be kind to yourself. We want you to give yourself some grace. And we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. But before we let you go, we got to do our well lucky years. So, Cassandra, what do you have for us today? I say you go first. Okay. I'll, I'll give you mine, but <laughs> it's a little bit of a stolen thing from you. So, <laughs> you deserve the credit for this. A little while ago, Cassandra left her porter ceramic mug at my house. And as much as I wanted to use it, I just washed it and I put it up in a cabinet so that it wouldn't be used by everyone so that I would give it back to her the next time. And then I accidentally had it for months because it was in a cabinet and I never look in. Anyway, the bottom line is when I was giving it back to her, I was like, I need that. Like I need that mug. And so I've looked on Amazon and they have the Porter ceramic mug in a, in a couple different sizes. I went for the 16 ounce. I like the bigger one mm-hmm. has like the silicone coating. I think that's what got me about it is like the feel of it. So where did you find it originally? My sister-in-law gave it to me last year for Christmas. Okay. Well, the people need to know about this mug. It's so I know. good. And it has- really good. It's a good one. It has a lid that goes on top and a little closure. So it's a good one for if you're on the go at all. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That's one that I will all like brew up whatever I'm brewing in the morning and feel fine just like leaving it on the counter for whenever I'm going to run out the door. Yes. Yes. You know, I really Okay. So my Welliki here today is the Marion Williamson book, Illuminata. Illuminata. Okay. It is a book all about prayer and it's really kind of just like blown my mind. I mean, I have learned about prayer since the day I was born and this really connected a lot of dots for me and has enriched so many of my prayer practices. And so I just would tell everybody, go out and get yourself this book. How come I don't have it? I need this book. I know. I meant to get it for everybody for my 40th and just failed. Hey, you know what? Well, I sure didn't, but maybe I did. What else is true? I can do the list for what else is true for your 40th, okay? You did a lot of good things for your 40th. We did have a great 40th. Britt, this was so fun. Super easy one. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being with us. We hope you have the best holiday season. Be well. Be well. One last little tidbit before you go. We just wanted to let you know we are going to be taking a little holiday break. And so we will not have an episode coming out on Tuesday, January 5th. But you can expect our next episode on Tuesday, January 19th. And we would love it if you took that time to maybe revisit some of our old podcasts that you haven't listened to yet. We hope you will enjoy them and we look forward to be back with you soon. Happy holidays.